Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, well, well. <laughs> You've been waiting to pour that for some time, haven't you? I have, man. I have. It's been too long, brother. How you doing? You know, um, surviving. Surviving. Yeah. Bailey, dude. Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Life happens, man. Life happens, and uh, that's all you can do sometimes. Just try and hold on, man. Just try and hold on. Yep. We got good things coming up, though. Good things coming up. Good episode today. Um, yeah. I don't even want to start. You want to you rehash some stuff in the past couple of weeks? You just want to jump into this uh, this week type situation? Well, I mean, this week, dude, this is this is special, man. This is special. I mean, when we uh, when we hit the airwaves, bro, we're usually talking about an event in Vegas or somewhere else in the U.S. of A., man. This is a special week as we got UFC 292 coming to Beantown, bro. I got to tell you, man, the card, yeah, yeah, but it's going to be awesome, dude. I can't wait to get there. Um, yeah, I, we'll break down some fights. We'll get into it. I have no idea what you're thinking on any of these fights, so I'm actually looking forward to your takes. Got a few myself. Um, but look at that. I don't know. Past month, it's been a blur, bro. It's been a complete blur. I, I, I What's it been? Like three weeks since we did this? I honestly have no idea. I don't know. I, I know I was pretty bummed when we didn't record for the Gaethje uh, fight. Ah, poor it, Gaethje. Yeah. But uh, it's been a while. Life sucks. And I'll just point out that uh, while you were talking, I downed a Corona light already. So that that's that's how this podcast is going to go. Because it went down oh, way wow. too easy. Way too easy. Nice. I mean, it's Corona oh, light, so, but. Dude, but, so are you rolling with Corona lights for this episode? If so, how many? Um, There's a cooler at my feet. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Yeah. I got a I got a Lion Kugel summer shanty that I just polished off, and now I just poured that beautiful glass of uh, Yellow Spot. Man, I gotta say it's my favorite Irish whiskey. Picked it up a couple weeks ago when I was over there, and it is uh, it's delightful, if I must say. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's get into it. Actually, before we go and get into it, um, I'm really sick and tired of losing the last leg of a parlay. Oh yeah, you had a bad beat, man. Two bad beat. Two. Well, well, one was especially ridiculous, man. The Cubs Swanson fight. Come on. Yeah. So Hakeem Dewadu was the uh, last leg of a parlay. He was like minus fourteen hundred as the fight ended. I went to go grab a beer. I came back and saw Cubs Swanson's hand raised, and I thought, no, I just entered into a parallel universe. Like, what the fuck just happened? Um, he knows, dude. He he knew he didn't win. I saw I at least saw his reaction and he openly admitted in the presser that uh he lost. I mean, that was a 10 unit swing for me. Like that could have been a 10 unit. Now I did hedge. Uh, I did hedge, so I was up money, yeah. so can't complain, but 10 units would have been very nice. Um you can't fucking, complain, bro. Then fucking last night, I almost swept the fucking Dana White contender series. The main event, the minus four hundred dollar fa- fa- uh, minus four hundred favorite fucking loses. Doesn't even show up to the fucking fight. Again, last leg. Did I hedge? Yes. But I'm sick and tired of losing these fucking potential 10-unit fucking parlays with one fucking leg. Now, what yeah. I've told myself is I just, I, I've saved it all for UFC 292. 292 oh, is right, right, when I don't right. lose. I'm not going to lose a fight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick them all correctly, and, you know, it's, it is what it is. I'm not going to lose one Love fight it. this weekend. I, I like that, but I still think the mean Hakeem Swanson beat is much worse, bro. When you find yourself parlaying contender fucking uh, fights or ultimate fighter fights, man, I, you, you kind of deserve it. I don't know how to respond to that. But, 
think you just tried to call me a degen a little bit there, which I'll accept. I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm hinting. I'm suggesting there is some degenerate dreams when you find yourself in those kinds of parlays, bro. I'm not saying I'm better than that, right? I'm not saying you, I haven't been there. I'm just calling it like I see it, bro. You weren't betting on amateur MMA on a Tuesday night? No, in fact, look, I've been worse <laughs> than you. Did did I not? Was I not rooting for one of the last legs of my hot dog parlay this summer? <laughs> Didn't I bet was it the over under or was it the margin hot dog bet that was parlayed with like four other sports? Bro, I've been there. I know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on. So obviously we got a big week. Do they moved everything? I don't even know what the fucking buttons are on this thing. Oh, there we go. Okay, oh, it's been a while, um, while JB. Before we get into 292, why is nothing changing? A little bit of breaking news. Oh, what do we got? What do we got? We're going global, man. You're you're leaving me. You're leaving me for an extended period of time here. It's you're true. Ge- geographically. Geographically. You ne- you'll never leave my heart, Joey. Don't worry. No. Um, so we're going to try to record as much as possible. I think we, we if we come to the agreement, it's probably going to be UFC pay-per-views and as much football as humanly possible. Is that basically what we come absolutely. down to? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, every every week for NFL, no doubt. And perhaps we'd be a little more selective with our UFC uh, breakdowns. I mean, let's face it, JB. They put on some pretty shitty fight nights yeah. uh, this year. You know what I mean? So we'll figure it out. Time zone, uh, the time difference will be – I'll be six hours ahead, not to give away any juicy details for uh, – <laughs> Hundreds of uh, listeners here, but uh, we'll get, we're gonna we're gonna make it happen, bro. I'm leaving you geographically. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my mic on it at two in the morning if I need to to keep this thing going. God damn it! And I told um I told the missus, look, I need my football. I need my MMA. I'll purchase whatever subscriptions needed to follow those two things, and I'm gonna break it down with my boy JB, and that's it. You know, so I've taken care of the necessities, taking care of business. We're gonna keep this thing going, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So, um, barring a miracle, the next episode is probably going to be for the week of September 9th. Yeah. Yeah, I think it That's makes a sense. UFC pay-per-view in week one at, uh, NFL. Maybe we sneak yeah. one in between there, but I, I would say uh, the fact we're doing one today, I'm very happy about. Let's just leave it at that. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. indeed. I I'd, I think that's realistic, JB. Being an adult sucks, man. I remember when life was so much easier. I know, dude. I know. I know. What's it, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I don't know. Did you watch the Dana White looking for a fight Boston episode? From, I did not. Oh, man. Tell me. Tell out. me. Tell uh, me. It's great. I wish they focused more on the fight card that we were there, the combat zone fight. They kind of picked and choose a couple fighters who they focused on. Um, it was cool, though. It's it's cool. You know, I'm a little, little upset, though. They didn't. They didn't. Get me just screaming at Yuri after he won his fight, <laughs> telling Dana White, that's your fucking boy. Um, I don't know why. Dude, that, seems like, that seems like great TV to me. Why would they not put that on? They put it on, bro. You were screaming at the top of your lungs. Yuri heard us. Like, the cameraman definitely got it. They thought they were going to get, you know, somebody getting kicked out for some good footage. That's like the first footage that they cut when they put yeah. together the final product. You know what I mean? They got you, dude. You're on some uh, service somewhere and deleted storage bro you can sleep happy knowing that yeah 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 um a little much too reality tv type situation though so i got the qr code there if you scan it i'll bring you the youtube page that shows you the video 
it's entertaining because it's Boston. I don't know if I could watch one that's not Boston and be transparent with you. Like, it's he's showing the Boston Arbor Hotel. He goes to eat at a North End restaurant. Oh, goes nice. to a boxing gym. It's, it's a cool episode because we're from this area. Now, if they do one in fucking Colorado, probably not going to watch it. Otherwise. Right, right, right. I hear you. I just scanned the code, bro. I'm going to tee yeah. this up. Yeah. Now, the main reason I watch this is because... They announced that our boy Yuri is getting a shot. Yuri! Dude, it was just a matter of time, man. We knew it. We knew it. And here we are. They made too big of a deal. He got cracked in the face and he came back. This guy is so fucking tough and he is so fucking good. I mean, I know he's undefeated. I know it's, you know, combat zone CES, but he is just fucking a tank. Like he is just, I don't, I, he's going to, he's going to fucking win this hands down. Um, Yuri's our boy. I did order. If if events in my Hold life, on. did you get it? Did you get a polar bear suit? I did. So not the suit. I got the hat. Just the hat. <laughs> the so hat, not the full one suit. That's that's what I meant. The hat. Oh, you um, son of a bitch, dude. Where? How did you get that? Is he is he selling those? Yeah. So he like the partnership with Wildcoat. Just go on there and like yeah. you can buy them. Um, cool. I got it. It's pretty badass. I can't wait to uh, put it on, sit by myself in my basement while I watch Dana White Contender Series on Tuesday. Oh um, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I dude. So I totally agree. Like I, Yuri's last fight. I loved it. I loved it. Cause he got popped. You got yep. to see him, uh, you know, pretty much like, especially as he's coming up, bro. Right. As a fighter, you can react very differently when you get popped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really good to see because yeah, he took it. He, he created some space and then he got to take down as easy as pie, bro. And finish the fight. I love seeing it. Cause you want to see, how these up-and-coming fighters handle adversity. And, dude, did you have any doubts with that boy, Yuri? Come on, man. Never, never. So very excited for this Contender Series fight. Um, again, it is in October. If I wasn't busy with life events, I would be going to the fucking Apex to watch this, let me tell you. Um, mm-hmm. But I will not. The other thing I'll say is he is very well coached. Coached. Um, coached, yeah, yeah. Dude, that guy Tyson is fucking everywhere. Every MMA event we've gone to, he's there and he knows someone. And he he was in the fucking yeah. corner with fucking Rob Font, Calvin Cater. He's tied with yep. New England Cartel. Like, he is a very well-coached MMA guy. Um, Again, I don't know shit about this guy, Torres Finney, but I don't need to. Yuri's going to fucking kick his to. ass. Let's go, Yuri. Yep. Scan the QR code. Follow his Instagram. If he sells merch, buy it. Um, Yuri, if you're selling merch, send it to me. I will buy it. I already got the fucking polar bear hat. Send hey, I want a polar bear t-shirt. hat, dude. Hey, no. you send me the link, JB. I need a polar bear hat, bro. Dude, I can't, on. dude. I just can't wait for the look my wife gives me when she like walks downstairs to what I'm doing <laughs> at 7 p.m. on a Tuesday, and I'm just sitting there drinking, wearing a fucking polar bear hat, screaming Yuri at the TV. Like, dude, you're gonna get you're gonna get an intervention, bro, and I'm gonna yeah. be part of it after hearing about the you know the parlays that you've been doing recently. Your your wife's yeah. gonna be there. There's gonna be a lot of people there, and yep. you're gonna have to explain yourself with the polar bear hat. Yep, yep. So. Let's go, Yuri. Uh, long time away, but we we will be watching when we're there. We will be watching. Yes, sir. Let's go. All right, two ninety two. I can't believe oh, we're here. Oh, baby. Yeah, me neither, man. Me neither. How do you how do you feel? How do you feel about the car? Be honest. Um, I feel okay about the card. I I would feel yeah. Suhudo being taken off sucks. Mm-hmm. Um. Jeff Neal being taken off sucks. There's that been a lot sucks. of cards here that have gotten thing in it. And I'm sitting here like, who's going to miss weight? And then they're going to pull another fight. And we're going to be left with a 10 fight pay-per-view card. Um, yeah. all, I still look at it and there's some big fucking names on this card. Now, maybe it's people right. a little past their prime, 
Um, but there's some big names on this card. I think what what is hard for me to swallow is that Gaethje Poirier card was fucking awesome. Right? It was. It and that's was. 291. And then what's 293? Isn't 293 the um what is 293? Why am I blanking? That's not the Jones one, is it? Uh negative. Uh oh, Adesanya Strickland. That's the one in uh, uh yeah, Australia. I mean, like, no thanks, bro. No thanks with that fight. No, but um, my boy uh Ty Tuavas is on that card, so you know. Yeah, yeah. There's some entertainment value. But I mean yeah, I, I get your point, man. After the after the Gagey Poria cut. I, I I get it. I mean, for me, I'm not uh overly excited about um you know ultimate fighter finales and all that shit especially when they separate like veterans and new newbies like uh, what are you gonna get me excited with an austin hubbard fight in the finals of the thing come on bro like that doesn't do it for me you get 30 percent of the card or now there's 12 fights so it's less than 30 percent women's mma i don't know how, you know how i feel about that uh, I hate Aljamain Sterling. Uh, I just, um, I don't know, man. It's one of those pay-per-views that I would get, I would buy, but I would uh, not feel great about it and really hope that it would deliver as opposed to a pay-per-view that you buy and you can't fucking wait for, which was the Gagey Poria pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. Um, I don't know if it's my internet or yours. You started to fade out there a little bit, so we'll just keep tabs on that. Let me know if I start fading right. out a little bit. Um, now nah, you're good, bro. I agree with you. Um, I'm excited for the Sean O'Malley Sterling fight, and we'll get into it when we get there. But I have to. Uh, it's, it's a good card. It's a good card. It's just it it's it's to follow 291 is tough. To follow Agreed. 291 is tough. Yeah, I agree. So we should get into it though. Uh, good point on the Ultimate Fighter though. I don't know if any listeners are big time Ultimate Fighter fans and maybe have not watched the most recent episodes. We are going to be breaking down the fights that will have some spoilers. So if you have not watched the last couple episodes, obviously the Ultimate Fighter finales are on this card. So you will see who Mm -hmm. wins. You have five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to spoil it now. I don't give a fuck. I don't like any of the people that are the Ultimate Fighter. So (laughs) Yeah, me me neither. Yeah, not doing it for me, bro. Just not doing it. Sorry. All right. Let's kick things off here. And the floor is yours, sir. Yeah, all right. Up first, we have some women's MMA in the early prelims. We got Marina Moroz as the underdog plus 124 against the surging Kareen Silva. And I don't know if I'm on board with the Silva train just yet, JP. Just yet. I don't know if I am. I understand the hype behind her. I, I, I do. It's Submission City. But when you submit a bunch of tuna cans, bro, you need more than that. For me to put my hard-earned money on you. You know what I mean? Now, Marina Moreau's mixed feelings, dude. Mixed feelings. Um, have you seen this girl's Instagram, dude? No. No. All right. So she she's doing the whole modeling thing. She's gotten OnlyFans. So uh vibes of of Paige Van Zant. Let's call her the Ukrainian Paige Van Zant, where she's got this shit going on outside of the cage. Uh, where she likes to show off her body, okay? Nothing against that. Nothing against... Well, no, I do have something against that, all right? If I'm going to bet on a fighter, I don't want that shit, period. I don't want that shit. It's a distraction. Mentally, I question where your head is at. Um, You know, I I just... It's not what I like to see in a fighter, okay? 
this a women's fighter. Let's be specific. I don't know, I don't know too many male fighters that take that route. Although there might be some. Um, so look, this is a tough girl, Morose. She's tough. Uh, when she uh, manhandled Maria Agapova, I really enjoyed that because you had Agapova super cocky, super confident. And then you have Marina Moreau, just the tougher, uh, more durable, more experienced fighter that just shut her up. Um, she's tough, man. She is. Is she elite tough? I don't think so. But I think this is the exact kind of test that Kareem Silva needs. Like, is Kareem Silva the real deal? Has she fought anyone that would prove that she's the real deal? No. All right. We'll take Moreau's, man. She's tough. She's tough as shit. So if you can beat Marina Moroz, well, maybe uh, maybe I'll throw some money on you next time when you, you fight, you know, better and better competition. So in summary, from a betting standpoint, um, a lot of people, I think, are going to put some money on Silva, Silva by sub and all that. I don't think Moroz is getting subbed. She's never been subbed. In fact, I would take a stab at her just straight up. Plus 124 for a tougher, more experienced fighter in Moreau's, I don't think is that bad. I think the biggest question here, JB, is, is Silva the real deal? Are the tuna cans that she submitted, uh, is that just, uh, you know, is that a joke? I think we're going to find out with this fight, man. So if I were to bet this um, straight up, don't get cute if you're going on the Moreau's side. Um, and I, I think it just might be worth it, man. But then again, bro, first fight of the night, early prelims, women's MMA, let's... Let's kind of pump the brakes here. All right. Let's no, pump the brakes. No, no. No, all wrong. right. Go ahead. You're wrong. Go you're ahead. wrong. What you're wrong. You're, wrong. You you're fucking dude. wrong. Are you you're accelerating on this fight? You're telling me we walk into that fucking arena. Oh, First God, time me and you have you. ever been into Fuck a UFC you. fucking fight. We're going to be sitting down fucking half in the fucking bag because you've already been at the <sighs> casino after we won multiple blackjack hands. All right. Fair okay? enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And we're going to be drinking and we're going to say, nah, let's not bet on this fight. All let's right. Let's just take right. a pass there. Fine, my friend, fine, my friend, Morose. Just money line plus one twenty four. Bet it. Let's just do a good. unit. All right, let's good, just good, do a good, full good, unit good, good. on it, and let's get the okay. juices flowing for the night. All right, we agree on that. We agree on that. Okay, so so money line plus one twenty four. I agree. All right, I'm with you on this one, JB. I will be involved in that intervention of yours whenever it happens. One unit on on Morose. Why not start the night off? We gotta try and lay off the live bets on this one. All right. It's going to be the first fight of the night. Like, can we at least agree we're going to lay off the fucking live bets? No, for this fight. I agree for this fight. For this fight. For this Um, fight. Yes. Yes. We we place the pre-fight wager after we walk in. I want to see the weigh-ins. I want to see the walkouts. I want to place the fight right before they do the announcement or place the bet right before they do the announcements. And unless I see something that I don't like, it's morose. Good. Good. All right. A unit on morose. We take the winnings, subscribe to our OnlyFans, and move on. I'm just now I'm looking at her topology photo. So, again, not the most flattering, but like who the fuck is subscribing to this OnlyFans? Is this not a flattering uh, topology photo? I, I would go to IG because what she appears to do is put on a clown mask with about <laughs> eight layers of uh, makeup and she is unrecognizable. No disrespect to Morose. I, I actually I, I have nothing against her. I, I don't mind her at all. But uh, let's just say the Tapology, Sure Dog, and other MMA outlet pictures of her do not represent the content uh, that she puts out on Instagram at OnlyFans. Promise you that. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. Break down the next fight here, my friends. Oh, this is interesting here. So we got Andrea KGB Lee against Natalia Silva. Now, I'm interested to know where the line's at on this one now, JB. I really am. I think Andrea Lee 
is moving closer to plus 300 for fuck's sake, dude. I think she's plus 280 in DraftKings right now or something like that. Maybe even higher. Uh, so, like, first of all, uh, alarms are all over the place on this one. I understand the hype around Natalia Silva. I'm not bashing her in any way. But at the end of the day, Andrea KGB Lee, bro, she's tough. She is tough. She won her last fight against Macy Barber. I don't give a fuck what the judges say. She clearly won that, right? Um, she She's fought, you know, the best names in the division. So, like, don't disrespect her to what will probably be a plus 300 line. Don't do that, man. Now, if I were to guess who would win here, I'd take Natalia Silva. I just think she's an up-and-coming stud at 26 years of age. I think she's going to really make some noise. But guess what? She's a fucking jungle fight fighter with three fights in the UFC. That's all she's done, right? Andrea Lee has done a lot more than that. So do not disrespect KGB Lee in this situation. Now that said, from a betting standpoint, what the fuck are you going to do with Natalia Silva? Like, what are you going to do? I ain't minus 355. Get the fuck out of here. So the question is, do you roll the dice at plus 300 on, on Andrea Lee? Honestly, dude, if by the time this fight starts and she's plus 300, I might take a stab straight up money line, half a unit or something like that. I, I It's no disrespect to Natalia Silva, but what the fuck with this line, man? I don't know. What do you think? Um, I'm with you. So, again, if you win, we when we win, let me, let me rephrase that. When there we win go. the Morose nice. fight, um, again, you take that unit that you want and you, then you put it on Andrea Lee. Um, okay. I think if okay. we lose that first one, you put a half a unit on Andrea Lee, right? Um, I just... I agree with everything you said. My pick is Andrea Lee. I, I just have a very honest question for you. Well, hold on, hold on. My pick is not. I, I think Natalia Silva is going to win the fight. I, I just want to be clear. But if we get to plus 300 or higher in Andrea Lee, you are going to force me to place a bet. You will. I, I, my, my, my pick is Andrea Lee. I'll go as far to say my Ooh, pick is Andrea Lee. Ballsy as fuck. I love it, dude. Love it. You know, and you know what? Let's uh, let's just parlay the first two women's fights. Okay, let's call oh, them Rose Lee. Let's just fucking go. Let's let's start getting crazy here. All right, let's start going crazy. All we'll, right, all right. We'll sprinkle. I'm we'll not going to agree to that right now, but after a few whiskeys at the casino, uh, I'm vulnerable. All right. My my honest question for you is: I'm looking at her topology page and Andrea K, KGB Lee, and she's got a bikini on that has the USSR on it and blah blah, blah all that stuff. She was born in Texas and fights out of Louisiana. What am I missing here? Uh, I don't. So, okay, the KGB reference. There's another reference to the old uh, USS of R. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to be honest, bro. I don't know. She's from Texas, right? She's from Texas, fights out of Louisiana, was born in 89. So, like, Yeah, it's either she's fascinated uh, with the old Soviet Union or she has roots there. I would assume it's the latter, but it could be the former. Very confused, but um, just gonna leave it alone. I, I, I got, I got, I got I, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing for you. Let's go, Andrea Lee. Get to plus three fifty, baby. Oh, here we go. Plus one ninety five. GM three. Gerald Mearshot first. Andre Petrosky. Now, bro, listen to me. You're gonna hate me, bro. You're gonna hate me for this. We've had a nice run with GM three round three sub props. We've had a nice run with it. We've had an amazing run with it. Let's be honest. I'm pulling the plug on GM3 in this fight. I'm pulling it. All right. I think Andre Petrosky, uh, I think this this guy's going to do something. I think, he, I, I think he's going to make a little bit of a run for himself. 32 years old. It's now or never. 
Dude's an incredible athlete, really good wrestling. His striking could be a little more crisp. Uh, but, I mean, the dude, he's he's on a tear, man. He's on a tear. And I think he's <laughs> – I, I don't know, dude. GM3, he's just looked really bad when he gets hurt in the first round, which he often does. <laughs> now, can Petrovsky hurt him in the first round? I think he can. Dude throws heat. He's not very technical with his striking, but he throws power, man. And if GM3 gets caught, he just kind of collapses. It's just kind of sad. And um, I, I just think Petrovsky gets it done here. And I think minus 238, to be honest, is a great price in this situation. Parlay material, in fact. Now, if you're on the GM3 side, which I'm guessing you are, because he's your boy, I... I don't hate it. I don't hate it, right? Because Petrovsky, um, he could get subbed. Dude, if you get subbed uh, by fucking, what's his name? Uh, Battle, Brian Battle, which he did. You could get easily subbed by GM3, right? Uh, but I, I got Petrovsky in this situation. I think Moneyline is good. I could see Petrovsky knocking GM3 out. I could see him even submitting GM3. I could see that as well. Uh, I think Petrovsky by finish was not sexy enough for me. So I said, screw it, minus 238. Let me find somebody to parlay Petrovsky with. That's it, man. GM3, I just can't do it anymore. I can't do it after just seeing the way that he's he's been losing lately. I can't do it. Um, I'm on the same side of you, but I'm going to bet it differently. So uh, Petrovsky, I think, wins this fight. Um, okay. I will bet GM three round three sub because I have to, and I will never not bet that as an option when he actually is a fighter in the night and I'm going to be there live. You goddamn right. I'm betting that um, Fair enough. as a sprinkle. What I'm interested in is the fight to finish by submission because Petrowski, mm. I believe is nine wins four by knockout four by sub. Um, to your point, if Petrowski clocks him gm3 is going to go on his back like a turtle try to get him to the ground if petrovsky takes him to the ground it's really anyone's game in my opinion i, I would be very nervous to take gm3 to the ground because he is that skill yeah all of a sudden you're yeah kind of fucked so yeah if petrovsky's smart which i think he is he's going to stand and try to knock this guy out and then it's going to be uh you know yeah, maybe he KOs him, or maybe he just, you know, pieces him up for three rounds and the significant strikes are a thousand to zero and GM3 is on his back trying to force him to get down. Um, if the fight goes to the ground, it's anyone's mm-hmm. match. So I think GM3 by sub is live. I think GM3 round three by sub is an automatic bet for me, no matter what. And sure, I think the fight course. to end by submission is a live bet here. I'd be interested to see the price on that uh, to end by sub. Because you cover you cover the GM three win, right? Yep. And it is a I don't want to call it a likely Petrovsky win, uh, but it's certainly possible. If that's plus money, hell yeah! But no chance it is. Uh, it's not out yet. Yeah, I am guessing that's going to be somewhere around one eighty minus one eighty, bro. Which is kind of worth it, in my opinion. Maybe, maybe. But uh, what you said, I think I agree with more. This might end up on the feet where if you're Petrosky, you really want to take GM3 down? Are you that confident with your ground game and control? I I mean, maybe he is, and this is when he shows the division what's up, you know? Because if you could do that against GM3, damn, that that could very well be a problem. 
But I think if you if you're Petrosky, you're on a tear. You're getting a big name here. You know, keep it on the feet and maybe show your improvements in boxing. Because to be honest, that's where he needs the improvement if he wants to really advance in this division. So that's why I'm like, look, either way, Petrosky is is the guy, man. I think he's the guy. I don't know how he beats GM three, but he's gonna do it. That's why money line's a bit more attractive to me. But I, I see your points, and I'd be interested to see if, what that uh, price is for fight ends by sub. Yeah, I can't find it right now. I see the – that can't be right. GM3, round three, that, that's going to be fake. Yeah, these are just What do you see? Lines. What do you got? There's, Caesars just has, like, fake lines posted right now. Not even Caesars. It's, like, the bet MMA, best MMA odds. It's all minus 118. I'm like, there's no way GM3 might. Like, he's plus 195 to win the fight. No, sense. no, 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 no. That's not uh, real. Yeah, no, there's nothing. Him, GM3 to win by sub is plus 300. Okay. So, Petrowski hmm. hmm. by sub is plus 175. You might be yeah. looking at a plus money by sub. I think, yeah, I think so. I think so. Based on those numbers, I think so, bro. So, maybe, maybe, but more than likely, I'm on the Petrowski train. I'm going to be on it pretty heavy with a little sprinkle on GM3 round three. Why not? You got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. What do we got next? Uh, I so JP, I got nothing on this one. I mean, um, Ultimate Fighter. We got Cody Gibson and Brad Katona. Uh, there's a few reasons I I don't really care. One is I hate what they did with Katona just because he trains with SBG Ireland. Like they changed teams. Like he went to McGregor's team like over halfway through the show. That's fucking stupid, bro. You're supposed to build camaraderie with your coach, with your team. It's what makes it all fun. And then they just allow people to be traitors just because they think it'll get better ratings with uh, Katona and McGregor on the same team. Fuck that, man. And plus, I don't. I, I typically don't care for these fights, especially on pay-per-view cards. I understand it's not on the main card. But, I, I mean, I, I, I got nothing. For me, it's like, um, let's see if, if Brad Katona is, um, you know, uh, worth all the publicity they gave the guy in the um, in the Ultimate Fighter, but I'm not betting on this, dude. Are you? Um, I am gonna bet it. It's gonna be a parlay piece for me, and depending on how really, him, yeah, uh, I'm on Brad Katana. I agree with everything you said. My only point is, I think was that more of a fact that McGregor's team couldn't fucking win a fight to save their life, so they had to transfer <laughs> it might, yeah, someone? Yeah, might have been. <laughs> Um, yeah, actually, it, it might have been, man. Could have been. So, you know, that's that's the only thing I'll say there. I mean, I don't know, you know, if that had anything to do with it. Um, there was a clip, I don't know if it was on Instagram or if it was on YouTube, where Cody Gibson is just, like, bitching to Brad Katana. And I'm like, I Cody is a fucking loser. Um, yeah. Brad should win this fight. I also am hearing reports that Cody has, like, an MCL injury. So, Ooh, you know, a really? couple, couple kicks to the leg, and all of a sudden you're kind of hurt there. But... Um, Brad Katona is my pick. He's a parlay piece. Not going to bet like a unit, uh, 1.8 units to win one. Absolutely not. But parlay piece. Um, yeah. and I may parlay him with another, uh, ultimate fighter guy to see if I can get the juice up a little bit. All right. Well, best of luck, JB. I will not be joining you, uh, on that endeavor. I love how you say that. Uh, you're sitting right next to me. You're going to be like, Oh, what are, you, what are you doing here? What are you doing? What are we doing? Look, live bets are a different story, bro. All right. That's going to be complete chaos. Shit face watching UFC pay-per-view cards live. Come on. That's a different story. But this is, this is pre-fight betting. All right. This is when the left side of the brain takes over. Okay. That's what we're talking about here. 
All right. Speaking of bullshit uh, Ultimate Fighter finales, like this is what you get when you decide to put a team together of all of the uh, quote-unquote veterans who were good enough to stay contracted with the UFC. You get Kurt Holobar and Austin Hubbard. Uh, I don't know how you could generate excitement for this fight as a finale. I truly don't. I don't think they're trying. How? I mean, why would you? Um, Austin Hubbard is uh, – he's the – for me, he's he's a decision machine, and he's the definition of a guy who's not flashy, not fun to watch fight. He just he's just tough. He's durable. He gets it done. He's he's a he's a vet. He's been in there. He's done it, uh, and I think he's going to get this win. I, I it was tempting JB when he was like minus one sixty. I think he opened up around there uh, to take a stab at him, just because I think Kurt Holabaugh is, is nothing. Uh, and Austin Hubbard, I mean, the guy was getting it done in the UFC. The guy was winning decisions, not in a way that's, you know, flashy or fascinating, but a win is a win. So I think he does get this win, man. I just don't know what to do with this. I don't want to bet on this. I, I'm trying to hype myself up for fuck's sake because it's a finale, right, for the ultimate fighter. But in the reality, this is a prelim on a garbage card for a fight night, never mind a pay-per-view. Um, so... <sighs> If I can somehow fit Mr. Austin Hubbard into uh, into a parlay with him by decision, I would imagine that prop is probably, I don't know, what, minus 130 or something like that. Brings it down a little bit. Um, maybe I'll dabble with that, but otherwise, I don't know how to get excited for this fight. I guess that's what I'm saying. You're really that high on Austin Hubbard? No, I'm not high. I Dude, I think he's a borderline – like. I don't want to call him a bum because he's not – I don't think – he is a bum, man. He trains at elevation. He's got solid experience. He's won fucking eight decisions, man. Like, I'm not high on him. I just know he can compete at the UFC level and win fights. I know that because I've seen it. I mean, the guy – how many fights does he have in the UFC? Almost 10. And he's, he's won, what, half of them, right? So – that tells me the guy, okay, the guy can compete in the UFC at the highest level of MMA. Can you say that about Kurt Holobar? No. The guy's never fought in the UFC in the past, what, uh, I don't know, a few years anyway. So he was a former what contender series guy who was given a shot in the UFC, three fights, he lost them all. Finished in two of them. You know what I mean? That That's my logic. Uh, I know Austin Hubbard can hang in the UFC. I know Kurt can't. He hasn't, right? They gave him three fights. He lost all three and got finished in two of them. That's my thinking. All valid points. I'm on Kurt. Um, did you watch why, his why, last fight? Why? Did you watch his last fight on? on I did. No, no, okay. no, I didn't. So, so um, try and sell me here. I'm not going to sell you. All I'm going to do is tell you to watch that fight before the pay per view. Um, All right. Don't, don't watch the whole. Don't watch the whole episode. This is why I hit the Ultimate Fighter. It's a fucking reality TV show. Just YouTube the fight. Yeah. Um, he's a tough motherfucker. It was a great fight. Um, yeah. I go to strength of schedule, right? I think Kurt fought higher level people in the UFC and lost. I don't think Austin's really that's fought true. anybody. Yeah, that's um, true. That's that. That's like yeah, Tiago Moses, Shane Burgos, Barcelos. Yeah, so that's I, true. I'm also just going to go back based off memory. I feel like I've lost money on Austin Hubbard before, and I'm not willing to do it again. So you give me plus money again. To your point on a UFC fight night opening prelim fight is what this should be. I'll mm. take the dog. I'll take the dog. Yeah. That last fight that I saw on Kurt, 
He may not win. I don't think he gets finished. He either wins mm. this fight or it's going to decision. Austin Hubbard is not a finisher. That much is clear. You yeah. sold me a bit on the strength of schedule. You did sell me a bit on that, but, you know, 36 years of age, Hub is 31. I, I just, ah, oh man, this is this is getting ugly, bro. I just want to stop talking about it. I will watch that fight, though. I will watch Kurt in that last fight. But, uh, yeah, no commitment for me. Okay. Let's move on to your boy. <laughs> I'm kind of embarrassed now to call him my boy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Do you know the pain and suffering when you lose a parlay because your boy got knocked out by a goddamn jab, dude? That, that hurts. That hurts pride. It hurts dignity. Uh, it hurts confidence. It hurts a lot of things. Uh, and this is the first time that RoboCop has fought since that moment of getting knocked out by a jab from Bruno Ferreira. Now, look, Bruno Ferreira, uh, very strong guy, throws very hard. But look, I'm not just calling anyone my boy, dude. Robocop was my boy, man. I thought he was a force to be reckoned with. Um, and, you know, I, there were serious questions, needless to say, about his chin. Serious questions. So, all right, look at the opponent. Uh, Dennis Tululin. Tululian. Um, Look, dude. If this ends up being a brawl, if this is even just going to stay on the feet, I can't trust RoboCop, bro. I can't trust him anymore. I can't. You know, um, Dennis with nine knockouts is how he wins fights. I'm not convinced RoboCop can take shots. I'm not. So the question becomes, is RoboCop completely shot? At minus 355, bro, that's steep. That is really steep. So money line, forget about it. Parlay, forget about it. Right? So if you're gonna bet Robocop, do you take him by sub? His ground game is is superior, no doubt. But like I I just have a huge problem with betting on this guy now. I have a huge issue with it. I don't even think I need to explain that to you. You know? So what do you say here? Fight doesn't go the distance. That's jacked up to what? My over minus 400 at this point. So honestly, dude, I want nothing to do with this. I want nothing to do with this. If I were to take any stab, it would to give my boy one last shot and to take him by finish, which I think DraftKings has that at minus 225 or something like that, better than minus 355. But still, what the fuck? The guy, I have some serious concerns about RoboCop. I think we're going to find out a lot about him in this next fight. I really do. It's just not a spot I want to be throwing some money around. What do you think? I agree with you completely. Um, this may be the only fight of the night that I don't bet for everything you've yeah. discussed about why. I, yeah, want, I want to bet RoboCop, but at minus 355, no thank you. Um I'd be curious on potentially live betting and see what the odds do um, here. Mm. If Rodriguez is getting a little pieced up, wrestle down, do his odds shoot up that you can maybe get him because he's still got that power that he can put someone to sleep, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, but at minus 55, no thank you. I don't know anything about the other guy. Literally nothing. Nothing. So 10, 10, and, 10 and 7 record. 10 and 7 record, you so, know? And no, um, he's, no thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't make any doesn't make any sense. Um, I want RoboCop to win. That is who I am rooting for. But no bet for me. 
Yeah, it's wise, bro. It's wise. I mean, uh, let's see what the live action is. Otherwise, ugh, my boy, my boy, so sad. Speaking of my boy, no, no, Chris Weidman is not my boy. Look, this is going to be, so we got plus 220, Chris Weidman. Hasn't fought since the disastrous leg injury against Brad Tavares. A tough-ass Hawaiian who's going to be fighting for what happened in Maui. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to come in with emotion. He's going to come in with that Hawaiian fighting spirit that we see in the likes of Max Holloway and others. I'm telling you, man, one thing I love, dare I say, the thing I love most about MMA is that the storybook endings are non-existent, or at least they're not promised. They're not guaranteed. In fact, they're not likely. So when you tell me that a near 40-year-old Chris Weidman is making his return to the octagon in Boston so close to home, the fans will be on his side, knocked out Anderson Silva, the All-American, all this bullshit, dude. I'm not buying it. The left side of the brain kicks in and says that was a horrific injury. And before the injury, uh, nothing to write home about, Wyman, with, with your recent performances, right? Brad Tavares is a good fighter, man. He really is. I like him. He's fought the best of the best in the weight class. Uh, you know, like, this is a fight uh, that I, I honestly, have Tavares at minus 270, that's not bad. I look at that and I say that's not even that bad. If you're taking Chris Weidman in this situation, man, I don't know what the fuck his path to victory is. Like, could you – I have no idea what your take is, JB, on this fight, but could you tell me what his path to victory is in this, Weidman? Because, uh, like, Brad Tavares, I know that he's no spring chicken, man, but the dude, uh, he's either getting a knockout, vicious leg kicks, uh, or he's getting the the decision, unanimous. Um I don't see a path to victory for the 39-year-old washed-up Chris Weidman. I don't. Uh, so, I look, I like Tavares a lot. I think uh, there's, a, there's a prop out there. Tavares by KO or by decision. Bring it down a little bit to minus 240 or minus 250. Uh, that sounds great to me, to be honest. Uh, what are you thinking? Um. Tavares should win. Are you concerned about Weidman's wrestling? Um, I would be if he was 10 years younger. Fair. Fair. I don't I, know I, many 39, 40-year-olds that dominate fights with their wrestling. I, I don't know many of them. Yeah, you're right. I think Tavares wins. I, I'm not maybe a parlay piece. Minus 270 is too steep for me. I don't know if, like, again, my concern is Weidman gets a takedown and lays on him for that. Right, like doesn't do damage, but the control time, there's no damage being done. Um, that's my only concern here is why I'm hesitant to put any money on this fight. Yeah, I, I I can understand that. I can understand that. Um I just I just don't think Weidman poses a threat. I don't. I think if Weidman is able to get a takedown, um, I think Tavares will be explosive enough to get to get up, to get free. And I think if it's on the feet, forget about it. So I'm banking on this fight being on the feet. Uh, I think Weidman is going to want to clinch up. He's going to want to try and be close. But I just – I don't see the storybook ending, man. I'm, a, I'm against them in general, especially in this situation. Nothing against Weidman as a, as a fighter. In fact, he's in many ways a legend. 
But when you uh, are almost 40 years old, coming off an injury like that, uh, with really no impressive performances recently, it's just no. This is a this is a with confidence, um, Brad Tavares, and yeah, this for me is a parlay piece. As far as straight up money line, am I going to put you know two units on it? Eh, probably not, but a clear parlay piece for me. Yeah, um, only thing on Brad is I'm looking at his record here, and like his last win was the Warrior McGregor three card. Before that, his last win was the McGregor Poirier two card. Before that, his win was. 2018 he is not good and i don't disagree with anything you said but again this is my concern with the minus 270 brad tavares is not good he uh i'll tell you what man i think at this point in their careers right i think brad tavares is the better fighter than chris weidman given the age given the injuries given the circumstances i truly believe that uh, Tavares has been in the UFC since 2010, right? He's coming up on 14 years in the league. The dude is a true vet and the dude, uh, like he can still strike. He can still throw. Uh, I don't think anybody's concerned about a Chris Weidman knockout. I don't think anybody's concerned with that. So then the question is, how does Weidman win the fight? If he's not going to outstrike Tavares, Maybe like you said, JP, is he going to out-wrestle him for the entire fight as a 39-year-old? Maybe, but I'm not betting on that. That's not where I'm putting my money. So I get it. I'm sorry. I'm fading Chris Wyman in this spot. Tavares, parlay piece. I'll probably join you on that. We'll see. Um, Crowd's going to be going nuts for Wyman, bro. Judges will be going nuts, too, if it goes to the card. <laughs> fair, fair, very fair. All right. Um, while we move on to the, I just lost. They, they changed these fucking buttons on me, and we have not done this. Like this is painful. I'm not gonna lie. Dude, muscle memory's failing, bro. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta do this more often, bro. You forget the buttons. We don't know how to advance slides. The ticker isn't moving. Fuck, dude. Okay. Okay. So the next fight. Uh, oh, Batista versus the last minute replacement in Demond Blackshear. Um, so I get to get time out here for a second. You talk about ahead. this fight. I'm going to grab another beer because these Corona lights are going down so good that the cooler is now empty and I need to go get more. Dude, so I knew you were going to need like 20 of those. When you said yes. you were drinking Corona's, I'm like, how many do you have? All right. Anyway. Yes. So continue. I actually, I don't mind, uh, Blackshear stepping in. I really don't mind him stepping in with what? I think it was a week's notice, seven days notice or something like that. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Cody Garbrandt. I'm not going to lie. Um, again, in many ways, a legend of the sport. Uh, might take some heat for saying that. But, dude, I would look forward to seeing Cody live, really. Um, but, I mean, I would take Bautista against Cody uh, all day. And that's what I was planning to do. Uh, Bautista's a good fighter, man. He is. Uh, DeMar Blackshear is, is, is one of my favorite up-and-coming fighters. I mean, he was even before he pulled off the twister in his last fight. The problem is, I don't know if DeMond Blackshear is quite ready for Mario Batista. I don't know if he's quite ready for a fighter of this caliber. I don't. We're going to find out. But I think uh, you got to prepare if you're Blackshear. You got to go through a camp. You got to be ready for a dude like this. This is something that seems so 
off, so wrong about Black Shia just in what six days of training, film study, and however you prepare. Six days against Batista, man. I'm not. I, I'm not buying that. I mean, I, I like Black Shia a lot, man, a, a real lot. But I just feel like you need more before you step in the cage with a guy like Batista. That's what I feel like. So the, to, for me, I mean, I've been on Blackshear for his past three fights, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, man, this is tough. JB, this is tough. I don't, I don't know what to say about this because I like both of these fighters. My brain says you need more than six days to prepare for a guy like Bautista to cut weight again, like how much food did the Demont eat after uh, after his last fight less than a week ago? Like, I just feel like um, you need more preparation for a guy like Bautista. That's all I gotta say. So, what am I doing from a betting standpoint? Uh, lie bet. For me, this is a lie bet scenario, man. Uh, I think Blackshear is gonna come out guns blazing, dude. As most fighters would, taking a fight with six days to prepare. He's going to go after him, man. I, I, the thing is, like, you're just not going to pull off a submission that easy on a guy like Mario Bautista. That's, that's how I feel. However, however, if I'm leaning one way, JB, if I'm leaning away, it's with my boy, Demon Blackshear. When you're on a tear, you're on a tear. When you have momentum, you have momentum. Mario Bautista hasn't any time to prepare for Demon Blackshear either. So if I'm leaning away, it's the dog way on this one, baby. I'm just hoping that uh, more money comes in on Batista just to get that price a little bit higher on Blackshear, but probably a lie bet scenario for me. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I am – and I only heard a little bit of what you said because I had to get my more beer. Um, but what you said at the end is exactly why I'm on Demon Blackshear. I hear yeah. you on Batista has been training it's for this fight, Blackshear. He's good. I just – they haven't trained for each other. And Blackshear right. looked so fucking dominant last week. He did, man. He's a he's he's a fuck he's a fighter, man. He's a great fighter. He really is. So I'm going Blackshear. I think the crowd is gonna go fucking nuts for him after his finish last week. I think it's gonna be absolutely amazing. And he's going to finish Mario Batista. Um I'm, I'm I'm high. I'm high on Blackshear here. I'm high on Blackshear. Oh, dude, this is gonna be a hell of a fight. I'm actually really looking forward to this fight. And I think the fact that these guys haven't prepared for each other or had the time to, it's gonna make it that much funner. We're gonna see the dogs come out in these motherfuckers, dude. And you know what? I'm probably gonna ride with you on the Blackshear train. I probably will. Exactly. I know you are. You're in the chat. Say what's up. We got, got people watching. We got people watching tonight. Dude, how many, how many, how, how many bots we got in the chat, bro? Uh, at one <laughs> point, we had up to eight bots at one point. Eight bots. Wow, dude. All right. All right. All right. Well, we'll keep this thing rolling, man. So, look, minus 192, Cheeto Vera coming in against Pedro, the Punisher Munoz at plus 160. Um, You're going to have to. You're going to have to help me out on this one, JB. You're going to have to help me out. Um, I'm on the Munoz train. Thank you. I'm on the Munoz train. Oh, you okay. Okay. So, look, I was expecting you to try. Uh, I don't know. Can you explain to me why Cheeto Vera is approaching minus 200 in this situation? Can you explain that to me? The guy sits on his ass and does nothing for the first round every fight. This is a three-round fight. Okay? Pedro... Does not get 
finished. He is a tough motherfucker. He is a dog. He is a pit bull. The dude is my kind of fighter. Short, scrappy, throws the guy. He's going to be there in your face. Okay? I, I really like him as a fighter. I really like him. And I know he's 36, but the dude has still got him, man, as he showed in his last fight when he fucking derailed the Chris Gutierrez hype train in a big way, dude. All right? I feel like Pedro doesn't get much love. Meanwhile, Cheeto Vera gets all the fucking love. All the love, dude. Uh, and I'm sorry, after that fight with Sanhagen, uh, Cheeto Vera will be a gatekeeper and nothing more in his division. A gatekeeper and nothing more. Um, I just I I just don't understand why the money pours in on this guy in this situation. He's he he will probably close higher than minus two hundred, JB. Probably. Yes. Right? That's why I haven't bet it yet. So, it's, it's, only, it's only to get more beneficial to, I, I, to bet Pedro Munoz. I think so, brother. I think so. So guess what? So guess what? All right. Uh, I already I already tossed a little sprinkle about, I don't know, 30 minutes before we started this show here on Pedro. A little sprinkle by split decision, which you can catch at plus 900, for fuck's sake. My, my logic is this. Uh, Cheeto Vera does not win the first round. In fact, he never fights in the first round, right? So that's that's one round for Pedro. I'm going to make the assumption that Cheeto Vera arguably, arguably wins either round two or round three. I'm not saying wins round two or round three because he might not, but arguably, right? He's going to be the fan favorite. Everyone goes nuts for Cheeto. I think one of the judges are going to give it to Cheeto and Pedro Munez is going to out-volume him. He's going to outdog him. He's going to be more active. And I, I smell a, a split decision, bro. And when you, when you going to give that to me a plus 900? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, I'm going to take that all day. I'm going to find other ways to mix in Pedro here into, into the bets throughout the card. But this fight kind of bothers me, man. And I feel like I'm missing something when Cheeto's going to close higher than minus 200. I feel like I'm missing something. No, I mean, um, people are hiring Cheeto. Again, I think... I go back to Cheeto's rise was when he quote unquote finished Sean O'Malley. Now we know what right. happened in that fight, right? O'Malley rolled his leg and his ankle snapped mm -hmm. out and they call it a ground and pound, but it was, yeah, his ankle was broken. He couldn't protect himself. Mm -hmm. um, I personally think Pedro Munoz was beating Sean O'Malley when the eye poke happened. Oh yeah. He um, won the first round, bro. He won the first round. I think so. I think the UFC wants a Sean O'Malley Cheeto Vera championship. Ah, uh, they do. That's what bothers me. I know. So I know. I'm big on Munoz here. This is probably a two unit play for me alone. Um, and he'll be in a mm -hmm. parlay. I may stay away from how the fight ends simply because to your point, I could see it decision. I could see split decision. I could see Pedro Munoz by sub. I could see a lot of no, things happening it's, here. It's going to the cards, man. These guys don't get finished, dude. They don't. Yeah. Um, what I really don't want to happen, because the, the, the winner of this fight, like let's just call it is what it is, right? The winner of this fight is going to be fighting for the belt after. Now, Sterling has made it abundantly clear if he wins, he's, he's moving divisions, right? Yeah. So... How do you not give Sean an interim fight if that happens again? I don't know. Like, if you're saying he's the number one contender and then the champion leaves, like, how does he not get an interim title shot? It would be the against the winner of this. Unless they're going to throw Marab up there and say Marab versus the winner of this fight. 
Um, well, what? A, yeah, I mean, what about Sanhagen? I mean, Sanhagen, as boring as it was, he won his last fight. I and, just, uh, he's not... I, I agree, agree, like ranking wise, but he's not who the UFC would want to be champion because he's a promoter. I agree, yeah, I agree with that, but I mean, you can't. Well, let, look, let's see what happens, bro. Let's see what happens. I agree with you that the UFC would salivate over a Sugar Sean Cheeto Vera matchup if Sugar Sean wins or loses. I think the more probable thing they'll go after is if O'Malley loses and Cheeto Vera wins, that fight's going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Pedro Munoz, for what it's worth, said in the I don't know what Q and A session today that he mm. would he seen Chad O'Malley in the hotel and he wants to knock him the fuck out. <laughs> Dude, the guy's a dog, man. Young Punisher, bro. So look, I'm glad we're both on the Munoz side. Let's see what happens. And uh, hey, let's let's get that split decision, man. Let's go. All right, uh, this fight pisses me off more than any fight on the entire fucking card. Really. I'm not looking forward to this fight at all. You know what I was looking forward to? Ian Gary. Oh, sorry. Ian Machado Gary. Dude, fuck this. This is like a Washington Redskins thing with me. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. Whoa. Dude, no, no, no. What do you mean? Whoa. whoa. I mean, okay, sorry, sorry. The Washington whoa. football team. Whoa, Washington bro. football team. Whoa. All right, look. Look, yeah, the, my point I believe, is, I believe that they're called the commanders now, my friend. My point is they'll never be the commanders the same way that Ian Machado Gary will never be Ian Machado Gary, okay? The commanders will always be the Washington football team or the Redskins. I think more hilariously, probably always the Washington football team, right? But Ian Gary will always be Ian Gary to me, all right? I was really looking forward to Jeff Neal derailing the hype train. I really was, JB. I was all over it, man. I really was. I thought that this was going to be it. I'm not excited for this fight at all. Not now. Look, much respect to Neil Magny. The guy is game. The guy always wants to fight. He's one of the few dudes that has actually been like, nobody wants to fight Kamzat Shemaev. I want to fight him. Let's go. Like, nobody was saying that shit but Magny. Magny is ready to go. Now, why is he ready to go? Is he trying to make a run for the belt? No. He knows he's not going to do that. I think the dude is just trying to milk the cow, man, for all that it's worth and just try and make as much money as he can before he rides off into the sunset. That's what I think. This is not going to be a competitive fight, JB. This is not going to be a competitive fight. I do not believe it will be. I thought Jeff Neal would have been competitive, and I think Neal as a dog could have even derailed the hype train. But instead, I have to look at a line with Ian Gary at minus 500 for fuck's sake uh, against, uh, you know... A guy that that's uh, it is what it is, JB. Neil Magny is a gatekeeper. Ian Gary will pass the gatekeeper because I don't think he's a bum, man. I really don't. I don't hate Ian Gary. I just want to see him truly tested. I want to see him really tested. And I thought we were going to see it at UFC 292 in Boston, bro. But instead, we get a fight that will not be competitive and the hype train will roll on. So we got to. Wait for another day for Ian Gary to really be tested, man. I want nothing to do with this fight. Um, I threw uh, Ian Gary by sub because it's the only line that makes even a little sense at minus 550. <laughs> You're going to take Ian Gary at minus 500? Like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm probably um, going to stay away from this. 
with the exception of a Hail Mary, Hail Mary Parlay, which I already bet, which is Ian Gary by sub and a bunch of other nonsense. But, bro, I'm just bummed out, man. I'm not looking forward to this fight at all. Um, a couple of counterpoints. So I guess I'll stay that this is – I'm going to bet Neil Magny, and I'm going to keep it isolated on its own. No parlays. Ooh, I, you can't love bet. it. You can't bet Gary in anything, in my opinion. Minus 500 just has parlay buster. You lay too much chalk. You lose. Your night's over. I, I can't bet Gary at this price. I also, if Gary wins this by knockout in round one, I will eat my words, and I will probably not become a fan of him, but I will start to respect him. Um, he did finish D-Rod pretty easily, and D-Rod's our boy, right? Like, we like D-Rod a lot. Yeah, so that, yeah true, that, that true. Um I'm blanking on who he fought. It was the John Jones guard, only because I remember we were at Encore. <clears throat> he was, in my opinion, losing that fight. And then he turned it um, on on round two or three and just pieced up the guy and ended up getting the TKO. But, like, it was questionable. Yeah. It, was yeah. Yeah. it wasn't Song Yadong. No, no, no. Kenan Song. Kenan Song. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. Okay, so he he got a little exposed in that fight. And that's I was on D-Rod when he was fighting Gary then because I was like, oh, D-Rod's a lot better competitor than song so you yep, think yeah yep. um i think neil magny has a shot here it's, it's how so tell me bro tell me i love that you're on the magny train but please like how do you have any kind of confidence in that it's not so two things one you, you're big on you thought jeff neil could derail the hype train of Gary. i thought correct? so yeah 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 you know who beat Jeff Neal in 2021? Neil Magny. Oh, Jeff Neal's been around for a while. Ah, come on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Neil oh, Magny, man. He's Colin Fax? Dude, Colin he's past his prime 36 years. All right. Oh, come on. Don't give me Okay, that. so no, no, no. So so, so he, he beat Neil Ma He beat Jeff Neal at uh, 2021. Uh, Neil Magny's losses, like you said, shot caught. Okay. He took that fight on. Probably shouldn't have, but whatever. And then Gilbert Burns. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're talking fucking strength of schedule there. Now let's go look at who Ian Machado Gary has fought. You remove, in my opinion, D Rod from that list, and you're talking borderline nobodies. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yep. So to your point, is Neil Magny a gatekeeper? Yes. Does the UFC want Gary to be the next Conor McGregor and do the strut in Boston and have all the Irish people going insane? Yes. I'm not buying it. I'm probably going to eat my words. Gary's probably going to finish him in the first round. And it's going to be like, fuck, this guy is actually kind of good. Short notice fight. He was ready. Neil Magny was not. I'm going with the gatekeeper here. I just All think right, he has a shot, bro. I I, I mean, look, I, uh, I'm i not like the thing is, I think Ian Gary is that good. And he needs somebody really good to derail him. That's not going to be a guy in Neil Magny, a decision machine. If this goes to the cards, you think that they're going to raise Neil Magny's hand when the future of Ian Gary is there in the arena ready to grab the mic and sound like a fucking idiot trying to be Conor McGregor? That's what I hate, bro. You know what I mean? It's like you're. I think Ian Gary is a great fighter. I just don't like what he's, he's trying to become in terms of uh, his character. Anyway, I think we've spent enough – on this fight. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I'm that bummed out about it. Uh, I respect you going on the dog side. If Neil Magny wins, I will give you a fucking kiss on the fucking cheek, dude. 
But I, I Ian Gary's going to take this man. Not not even competitive. You're probably right. I just from a betting standpoint, just take a shot at Magny. Don't don't do not put. How bad are people going to feel if they put Gary in parlays and that's what costs you? <laughs> I will find a lot of enjoyment in that. Anyway, let's move on to the co-main. We got a title fight. Whaley Zhang against Amanda Limos. Now, Whaley minus 310. I think that's... Uh, uh, I think it's about right. I think it's about right, JB. I think Wei Li is um, a very well-rounded martial artist. Very well-rounded. I don't know how Rose did that to her twice. <laughs> I'm still struggling with that, man. I really am. I think uh, Amanda Limo is dangerous for sure. For sure. But uh, I get a lot of confidence in Wei Li. I really do. I think um, it's she's going to fall off soon in the next couple of years. I mean, Whaley's 34, bro. You know what I mean? So I think in the next couple of years, we're going to see her downfall. I don't think it's this fight. Uh, I, I really don't. So uh, from a betting standpoint, minus 310. Uh, eh, money line, way too steep. Will I find a way to, to mix her into a parlay? Probably. Whaley over one and a half. For example, I saw on DraftKings is down to minus 110. Uh, so, I mean, minus 310, way too steep. Minus 110 is much better. And I think uh, at one and a half, this fight's still going to be going on. That's what I would guess. So, am I in that? Uh, I understand the dog appeal on Lemos. Um, she's got some skills on the feet, bro. Um, you know, so a knockout, I it can happen. And if you talk about age, and Lemos is already 36. So, I mean, like... I think Lemos is going to bring it. This is her shot, bro. This is her shot. No doubt about it. So we're going to see the best of her. I just don't think the best of Lemos is going to be uh, enough to take out Whaley. That's what I think. From a betting standpoint, I am eyeing Whaley and over one and a half. Minus 110, I think, is a great price. Uh, and if anything, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm not trying to get cute with this fight, though. What do you think? Um, so I want you to help me with my timeline here to make sure I have this right. So Whaley lost the belt to Thug Rose, and that's when Thug yeah. Rose was saying, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, yeah. whatever. They had a rematch. Thug Rose won that by split decision. Mm -hmm. And then Thug Rose may have fought a couple other people, but then she lost the belt to Cookie Monster. Correct. And Whaley then beat Cookie Monster, and that's how Whaley has the belt. Uh, easily beat Cookie Monster, choked the shit out of her, and submitted her in the second round. Okay. Um, that's what that, that that's why I said like I don't understand the Rose interaction with Whaley and Rose. Those two fights. I mean, look, the head kick that was like fucking. You know, that happened really quick. You get caught. We get it. It's MMA, right? But uh, yeah, that that sequence of events, JB, is correct. Um, I'm on Whaley. I'll probably try to take her inside the distance, which is probably not going to be plus money if I'm looking at that. I don't see the double chance on it right now, but Whaley by KO is plus 110, sub is plus 400. So you, you're probably at a better price to take it inside the finish. Um, uh, but JB, look, you said plus 110 for the KO. Yeah. Let me persuade you. Whaley over one and a half minus 110. You get her by decision and you get her by all the awful things Whaley will do to Lemos when Lemos gets tired. 
I think it's a good price, man. What is it? So you're saying by decision? My no 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 minus one ten. You get Whaley to win and over one and a half rounds minus one ten. So I'm banking on the fact that Lemos can sustain stuff for basically one and a half rounds, which I think she will. Should she should should, should. should. I'm just she I'm should. just saying if you if you're looking at a Whaley KO at plus one ten, like what the fuck? No. KO and sub is minus 150. Yeah, look, I would rather KO, sub, and decision with the fight going over one and a half rounds. That's, I mean, to me, that makes the most sense. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm like, on the... I mean, go ahead. I'm on the way Lee train with you. I, I honestly don't know enough about Amanda Lamos. I looked at her stats. I'm like, I vaguely remember these fights. I don't, they weren't memorable to me. So whatever. Um, I'm going to bet on way Lee in some form, either with your over one and a half or maybe take her inside the distance. I, I'm going to get involved somehow. I'm just going to put this out there. When was the last time a favorite women's championship won? Yeah, fair enough, dude. I, I don't even want to talk about it. Honestly, we're talking about women's MMA here, so I, I <laughs> like, you know. But in fairness, I truly like and respect Wei Li as a martial artist. I really do. Like, she is the opposite of starting and only fans are posting bikini pics on Instagram for fuck's sake. She's the opposite of that. She is in the zone 24-7. She cares about the fans because she knows that's what's going to make her, you know, fulfilled in money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she has her head in the right place. Yeah. Not to say that Lemos doesn't. It's like everything that you want to see in a fighter, I see it in Whaley. And you have a fair point, man. Women's MMA and favorites and all that bullshit, dude. But look, I'm sticking to my guns, man. When I see something I like, when I see traits I like in a fighter, man or woman, I'm going to back him, bro. And Wei Lee is is that. She's that for me. Yeah, no, I'm going to go back on that. Wei Lee wins this fight very easily. I'm actually concerned about your over one and a half. It may end very early, my friend. <laughs> um, so let's let's just talk about, like, and then we'll move on because I don't get the main event coming up here. Um, Angela Hill split the, split the decision. I have mixed <sighs> feelings about Angela Hill. Lost to Jessica Andrada. Fair. She's she's nasty, right? That's a fair loss, in my opinion. Oh, she beat the karate hottie. She beat the karate hottie. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. and, and, oh, then yeah. and then beat Marana Marina Rodriguez and somehow is fighting for the title. So you beat do, the karate yeah, hottie know. Marina Rodriguez and then you're fighting for the title. How? 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 Yeah, so 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 yeah. You split decision, beat Angela Hill, <laughs> lost yeah. to Jessica Andrade, beat the karate hottie. Beat Marina Rodriguez in fairness. I do like Marina. And she beat her, she beat her pretty convincingly. Um, and then you're fighting for the belt. I'm sorry. I'll I'll take Whaley. I'll take Whaley all day, bro. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Let's go. Let's go. What do you got? Oh man, this is tough, bro. This is I I honestly am struggling with this. I am honestly struggling with this. You want to talk about the left side of the brain? It's screaming Aljo. It's screaming Al Jermaine Sterling, bro. <sighs> We're going to talk about like what you like and what you don't like about fighters. What I like is what I said about Wei Li, right? Her head is in the game. Her life is fighting. It is all very serious. 
What I don't like is uh, Marina Morose posting, uh, you know, half naked pics, less than half naked pics on Instagram, starting up OnlyFans. You know, that's what I don't like. You know what else I don't like? I don't like fighters like Sean O'Malley, who honestly, um, it's just, <laughs> I don't like a fighter who just posts pics of smoking weed, uh, you know, every week. You know what I mean? Like, you know, sure. I get it. I enjoy it, but that's not what I want in my fighter. If I'm going to throw money on a fighter, I want to see him in the gym as a savage with nothing but his next fight on his mind. That's not Sean O'Malley at all. It's never been Sean O'Malley since he started getting attention after his, you know, first knockouts with Stoop Dog announcing, Sean O'Malley. You know, like, it's, that's never been Sean O'Malley. So I don't like that. The guy is absolutely just kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Just not what I want to see in a fighter. Just not what I want to see a fighter focus on. Now, Aljamain Sterling. <laughs> I also don't like him as a fighter, man. He's, he's the kind of guy. I mean, the Peter Yan fights were a perfect example. The guy is like on all fours more than any other fighter that I can remember in the UFC. After he gets rocked, he just drops on all fours or he'll do some sloppy-ass shot from halfway across the octagon. He's just – he's not a fun fighter to watch. His striking is absolute shit. I mean, what you see is he's got great wrestling, great control. He's got some nice subs. Like, he destroyed Corey Sanhagen by jumping on his back with the rear naked choke. He's been known to jump on backs and ride out the round, right, when with the body triangle. I just – both of these guys as fighters, JB, what I'm trying to say is they're not what I look for in fighters. And Aljamain Sterling, if it goes to the judges, if I was a judge, I would be like, fuck you, man. You look like a clown the entire fight. Be it you tried to just control the guy while doing zero damage or you got rocked and just curled up into a ball and were on all fours for, for you know, two and a half rounds out of five. Um. So, look, here's the thing, man. Could Sean O'Malley get the knockout in this situation? I believe he could. I believe he could, man. He's a great striker. He throws great punches, and Aljamain Sterling cannot take punches. Never mind great punches, right? He curls up, man. We've seen it all too much. So the question is, of course, if Aljamain Sterling gets a hold of him and it goes to the mat, like what's going to happen? Is, is has Sean O'Malley made enough improvements to know what to do or is Aljamain Sterling just going to lock up another body triangle and just ride out the rounds? Um, I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. Like I said, logic says Aljamain Sterling is the more experienced fighter. He is the champion. He's going to take this. He's going to find a way to control O'Malley. He's not going to keep it on the feet. He's going to execute his takedowns, get him down on the ground and just outclass him. That's what my brain says, but then the emotion kicks in. Crowd's gonna gonna be going nuts for Sean O'Malley. Could he get the KO if he can keep it on the feet? He could. Could he get the decision if he lands more damaging shots? Which of course he's gonna land more shots than Aljamain Sterling. Yeah, crowd's gonna be going nuts for Sean O'Malley. UFC wants Sean O'Malley to be the champion. So JB, I, I mean, I'm gonna shut up here. I'm gonna shut up. I know at the end of the night, I'm gonna be tossing some money. <laughs> On Sean O'Malley. I know it, man. I know it. But the pre-fight breakdown has me screaming Sterling. I just think after a few 
Mai Tais, couple beers, whiskeys. Sean O'Malley is going to get the majority of my money. I just hope this fight stays on its feet because that's the only way O'Malley's winning. What do you think? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to bet Sean O'Malley. Um, oh, good. I'm going to take him just to win because I sure I don't I don't I don't like I don't like this bet I don't like this bet for so many reasons um I have not respected Aljo and I've bet against him a lot and that's obviously cost me because he's won yeah how many of his last fights um to take Sugar Sean inside the distance is he going to do something to try to pimp out a KO and then not get the finish but pieces mm-hmm. him up enough to get the decision and then you lose that way um I don't think the UFC wants Aljo to win this fight. I think they want Sugar Sean to win the fight is my honest take. So yep. I like that fact pattern for us. Here's the issue. is I, I, It's just kind of crazy to be a massive championship fight, in my opinion, because I just I'm looking at the last couple fights here. Right. So Aljo split decision against Henry Cejudo. In your opinion, did he beat Henry, Henry Cejudo? Nope. Thank you. OK, so. Then he beat Dillashaw. Dillashaw was basically fighting with one. Oh, he handicapped. Right? Handicapped, yeah. bro. The Peter Yan fights, split decision he won. And then obviously we have the knee. Uh, I was high on Peter Yan, and I think I was incorrect on that. I have not been impressed with Peter Yan ever since the knee. I think that completely destroyed his career, to be honest with you. Um, but I don't think Peter Yan is as good as we think he is. Mm. And then we're going back to the Corey, Saren, Corey Sanhagen fight that you're talking about on hanging on the neck. Um, nothing there screams dominance to me. So then yep. I'm, I read that and I'm like, okay, Sugar Sean, Sugar Sean, the hype train, let's get it. He could KO him, which he definitely could. He could. But then I, but then I go back and look at Sugar Sean. Exactly. Peter Yan split decision. I was on Peter Yan again. Yeah. I yep. think, I think after watching it on replay, Sugar Sean did win the fight. It was close. I was too high on Peter Yan. It is what it is. The no contest of Pedro Munoz, I think he was losing that fight to Pedro. He was. I think. He was. Um, he beats Paiva. Okay, whatever. And then Fine. he did finish the pride of Milford, Chris Motinho. <laughs> but in my in my opinion, early stoppage. That they should have. They should have let, let Chris go out on his go on his feet. It was just how is this guy still physically fucking walking and taking these punches? He's a tough yeah. bastard, and the ref finally said enough is enough. But yeah. And then I go down to, okay, beat Thomas Almeida, and then the loss to Cheeto Vera when he rolled his ankle. Right. So, again, nothing there screams dominance, and yet this is a main event championship fight. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. But look, look, look. I think the fact that Sugar Sean made it so competitive with Jan, now regardless of who won the fight, who you thought won the fight, right? The fact that he made it competitive with Jan, I think was uh, I, I I was impressed. I was impressed, but Aljo is not Peter Yan in the sense that Yan is a boxer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's not Aljo, and that's not what Aljo is going to bring to this shit, man. So uh, I struggle with this, man. I really do. I think the I, I, I play your Sugar Sean because it's not fun to bet Sterling. Like let's just call it. Of course, of course, of course. Of course, call spade a spade, bro. I mean, that's it. And that's why I openly admit when we are there live and Bruce Buffer is screaming at the top of his fucking lungs in Sugar Sean's face, that's when we are going to make some stupid bets 
mm-hmm. on Sugar Sean O'Malley. And I think, look, maybe there's a sprinkle on on KO. Last time I checked, that was plus 330, which is honestly not that appealing of the money line at 210, right? So I think the move is going to be Sugar Sean, either by KO or by decision. Because honestly, if this goes to the cards, there is nobody in the crowd and including in the UFC that wants to see Aljamain Sterling get this decision, man. So, look, if you're on the Sugar Sean train, which we will be shit-faced off, our, off of our asses in TD Garden in Boston, it's going to be money line straight up, and that's it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, uh, and that's also the hype. I think Aljo is going to get booed, and Sean's going to get shared. And probably, you know what, unrightfully so, I, I think Aljo, you know, John Anik is obsessed with Aljo. Um, I, I just find him boring and Sean isn't entertaining, frustrating as fuck when he has someone KO'd and he pimps out the shop besides fucking finishing him. I want to, I scream at the TV and that's where I'm concerned (laughs) about taking the KO prop. Just take a money line because championship fight in Boston, you never know what's going to happen. And I think sugar Sean's the play here. I, last thing I'm going to say, the only thing we got, we have to worry about JP is the body triangle. The only thing we have to worry about is if Aljamain Sterling gets Sean O'Malley in the body triangle round after round, because that's going to be it. I mean, Sean might tap. Has Sean ever been in a body uh, triangle? No, I mean, the body triangle is all about control, dude. So that's what Aljo does, is just ride that shit out for the entire round and then supposedly get the nod for the round. You know what I mean? Like body triangles, you're stuck. You can't move. You can sink in a rear naked choke from the body triangle, but Aljo just holds dudes there. So if that happens, is O'Malley skilled enough to get out of it? I'm going to say probably not. So let's just hope that that doesn't happen. Sugar Sean, I'm really pulling for you because I'm going to do some stupid bets at the end of the night. Specifically, if I'm up money, which I'm, <laughs> which I'm going to be, it's going to be very, very <laughs> All right, JB, that's it, brother. That's it. That's it. So uh, what do we have coming up? Oh, I don't know. Just oh, yeah. UFC 292. So um, <laughs> I'm in a couple chats. I got a shout out. Uh, I'm going to butcher his Instagram name. So I want to make sure I get it right. Um, we shout out, bro. Double nickels. Double nickels. Oh, oh is this, double uh, nickels. This, this is a betting guy, isn't he? Double nickels 55 underscore. Uh, he invited me to a chat on Instagram with a bunch of other DGens. It's awesome, dude. These guys are fucking hysterical. Yeah. Um, it's great. Um, follow him if you're if you're not currently. Um, but yeah, if you're around, if you're in going to 292, go to Encore before. If you see a couple assholes <laughs> wearing Boston Bruce hats, you know, just come up and say hi. Yeah, say hi. We'll have a great conversation. I'm sure right. we'll do our best to form sentences. But no, man, this is gonna be this is gonna be awesome, dude. This is going to be this. This is the kind of thing that, you know, you wait for when UFC comes to town, man. I got to say, I'm going to make the most of this, not ju- not just from an experience standpoint, but betting standpoint as well, bro. So I need you to think about something very long and hard before you go to bed tonight. What do you got? Red or black. Just just think about it. Don't give me an answer. Don't give me your answer now. Don't give me. Your, I want you to think about it, though. Don't give me your answer. I know where I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. All right. I actually just got a vision. On the count of three, we're going to say either red or black based on our vision. You ready? Yep. One, two, three, black. Black. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Done. Let's go. Let's For fucking those, go. That, that literally was not planned. Just to be very clear, that was not planned whatsoever. <laughs> All right. It's done. Consider it done. It's done. Can't wait till black hits. Oh, it's going to be so great. <laughs>
All right, my friend, it's been fun. We should do this more often, but life sucks and we're adults. Um, yeah, yeah. But I get to see you and I hang out with you for like multiple hours on Saturday. I know. Hey, this is a this is a real treat, bro. It's a real treat. You know, it is true. Life gets in the way. But I think, look, not only is this weekend weekend going to be a banger, but after this, I'm going to keep this shit going, man. Fuck time zones. Fuck countries. Fuck continents. There's nothing in the way of Boston Brews bets, bro. That's all I got to say. Nothing. If you see a Boston Brews Bats hat, come say hi. Hope everyone wins some money. And I'm telling you, God damn it, I'm going to. Yeah, that's right, my man. All right, Godspeed, brother. I'll see you this weekend. All right, see you Saturday. Later. All right, later.